So have you guys played before? Have you guys played Survivor? <laughs> no. Um, no. Which no, is why we're no. such good experts at telling everybody. <laughs> oh, I thought I heard you guys talk about you played it before. We have hosted our own version of Survivor. Um, so we talk about that quite a bit, Backyard Survivor. Oh, I might do that then. But, yeah, oh, cool. yeah, but we haven't been on the actual show. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, you're going to rip me to shreds. <laughs> two boys watch Survivor, and then two boys talk Survivor. Kyle and Brian have got a podcast, and they also have their jobs. Well, welcome to the show. When two boys watch Survivor, and then two boys talk Survivor, and then you listen to us talk Survivor, and then you go on Hello everybody and welcome to Two Boys Talk Survivor. I'm Kyle, here with Brian, and on this episode we are joined by the sixth juror. He gave us confessionals for days. Please welcome Adam. Woohoo! Hello! <laughs> Hi Adam. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> I have one burning question that I need to get out of the way straight away, Adam. It's look, we're jumping straight in there, but it's been on my mind all season. Okay. I initially thought that the Botox was a joke, but I've slowly come around to probably realize that it might have been serious. So can you please tell me, confirm or deny, <laughs> was it serious or were you joking the whole it, time? It was. I'm a bit of an idiot, you know? Like I get on these like tangents of just going down this direction. I was like, yep. Botox, it's going to get me the win. It's like $700. It's setting me back. It's, you know, it's worth 250 grand. But yeah, as you can see, it didn't really hide shit. <laughs> Definitely gave us all the best facial expressions on the show, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when like, obviously I've never seen myself on TV before, so I didn't realize how, you know, over the top my facials can be. I probably needed a little more than just Botox in the forehead. <laughs> if I won, I would have got some bottom lip surgery because it's always hanging out like sulking. <laughs> Can you imagine Adam at the finale if he's won? His, like, his whole face yes. is just completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just setting up all my plastic surgery um, options. <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> oh, if only. Oh, look what we've missed out on by you not making the final three. Yeah, I know. Like that that final speech of you know telling them all of the plans I was going to do on my face, <laughs> perfect little lip tuck, yes, little cheek yes. implants. <laughs> oh, you would have got my vote, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So first of all, how have how has the reaction been since leaving the show? Um, since leaving the show, it's been really good, actually. Like, I was really surprised. I had so many people um, send messages and stuff, like, you know, just, like, saying thank you for, like, entertaining us and all that kind of stuff. Um, and all the, the negative stuff is still there, too, but that's all entertainment, you know, free entertainment mm, for me. Yeah. So it's been fun. <laughs> what have the other contestants been like uh, getting to see you impersonate them in your confessionals? Oh, <laughs> I honestly haven't really caught up with many of the contestants, you know, since it's been on the show. But I think everyone, you know, they would know that that's, you know, that that is in me to do that sassy stuff. Because I was, you know, I was, I had spurts of sassiness around camp um, every now and then. So I don't know if it would be too shocking to people, but it, it would probably shock them more that I was more observant than they thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. That's interesting. Yeah. Because when I do rant and stuff, they always follow it up with, you know, like visuals. 
It's not like I'm making it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny to watch. Like, I find it funny to watch. My favourite was definitely Tara dusting the reward bench. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one was funny because that confessional was literally straight after that challenge, so I was genuinely yep. riled up. <laughs> so that, that was so funny to watch back because I was just like, look at my hair. Like, oh, I'm an absolute mess. <laughs> just ranting away. Like, I probably just, like, you know, yeah. rolled in the mud before that. I guess, like, when you're saying, like, mixed responses online and people having reactions and some of them being negative, yeah. when we get to talk to the people who were actually out there with you, they really let us in to know what you were really like there. Yeah. And so I think we can definitely take that as, like, you know, if the people that you're talking about see you in this great positive way like they all loved you so that's what we have to take from it I think yeah and one thing that I was kind of happy about is that even when I was eliminated no one really um figured out while we were playing that I was you know any kind of strategic or was doing anything during the game Mm. like even in that last episode like Tara said she dragged me to the end and she didn't want to take me to the end Uh even though like I thought that was like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, I was still stoked that she didn't actually figure out that I could play the game. It's it's interesting because listening to the exit confessionals and knowing how much pretty much everyone loves you and raves about you um, when they when they come off the show. It's been interesting because like when we're trying to predict who would win if they got to the end, I feel like we're very clued into the fact that like you could potentially have gotten a lot of votes. So like, do you think that if you could make final three, that you would have won? Oh my god. I don't know why, because I think um the game that I played was only good for fifth spot, like now that I've watched it back. Like I, I couldn't see myself getting any further than fifth with the way that I played and all the mistakes that I did make. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure, eh? Like I don't I would have backed myself to, you know, like sell the shit out of my game. But yeah, I don't mm. know. Like actually getting there would have been quite hard for me, I think. Mm. What would have been involved in your final tribal speech? Like what would you have articulated about your game to the jury to set, to explain to them the way that you were playing? Well, obviously, because when I got eliminated, um, I, I had like seen all of the stuff that, about Lisa. You know, Lisa was a character that no one really um, observed or really noticed out there, but I did. Um, if I wasn't being eliminated, I probably wouldn't have told anyone about that and I would have saved that for the final um, and just like mm-hmm. hit them with all my observations and also, you know, like how I would have was, I was trying to strategically get my way to the end, but yeah, what, what kind of idiot puts all his friends on the jury? This one. <laughs> <laughs> but I was at the same time, like I was trying to tell, you know, I was trying to tell Dave and them, I was like, you know, the jury, like they're my friends. They hate me. <laughs> Mm, I was yeah. trying to do all of these things like to work on them. I was like, yeah, they do hate me. I promise. I can tell. <laughs> so do you have any regrets with who was on the jury or people that maybe you could have saved that ended up there? Yeah, well, everything is flipping hindsight, but yeah, I probably, it would have like, I don't really mind. I honestly, the whole game, I didn't mind who I went to the end with because I was just planning on just causing an absolute riot if I ever did make it to the three. Like, you know, I wouldn't have been, you know, that really nice um, guy. I would have definitely just savaged the other two. Um, that was my main plan, like, to just oh, absolutely cut them in half. <laughs> With the intent to win or the intent to just rip them in half? 
<laughs> I reckon I would have. I reckon I could probably have had a shot, like just absolutely destroy them, so that and I'd make sure I spoke first too, so they'd have no shot in yeah. their speech. <laughs> just be broken people. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> nah, but um, maybe the order of people going on the jury would have been better for me. Mm. You know, like I got left with, you know, Dave. Tara and Lisa, whereas if it was maybe mm-hmm. Renee, Brad, and Matt, it could have been different. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So with the Brad vote, you know he's going home, or at least it's portrayed to us like that on the show. Yeah. And I think you know he's got an idol. Yeah. But you don't warn him and you let him go. <laughs> so do you want to? And then, like, instantly, the minute he goes, you turn to Tess and you're like, we need to talk. So do you want to, like, yeah. talk us through your thinking around that whole vote? Yeah, so um, I didn't have much time to make that decision. So it was only like within an hour or even half an hour before we went to tribal council where Lisa and Matt had come to talk to me. Um, And they were kind of, you know, like um, seeing it on the TV now and speaking to Matt and Lisa, they had already made the decision that they were going to vote Brad home um, Mm -hmm. when they had told me. And the funny thing is, is that they were saying, I was saying to them, oh, no, Tara definitely would vote for Brad. This was like right after that conversation. And then Tara walks around the corner and it's like, I was like, oh, would you vote for Brad? And she was like, yep. And Dave and Eve have too. I've already told them. And I was like, okay. So this is like, it's definitely going to happen. So then I had to be like, okay, should I tell Brad to, you know, play as idol? But at that mm. point, everyone knew he had an idol. Everyone was saying that he was, you know, making plans with him to get to the end. So there was just so many things that, you know, it, it almost felt like, and it, it probably wasn't true, but I felt that Brad had a lot of baggage okay. mm. um, and I didn't want to be tied to any of it. And that idol anyway for Tess and I, when she first found that clue and, you know, like I asked her if JT knew about it and he did, we didn't want to have a bar of that idol and Brad was happy to take it. So we kind of like lucked out actually with Tess and I because we completely cut ourselves off from that idol and we were never targets because of it. And unfortunately, Brad was. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because we kind of felt like Brad stole the idol from Tess. But you're trying to you're <laughs> saying that Tess was quite happy to give that over. Yeah, so we didn't actually mind because, um, like, obviously we made sure that Tess was at the front of the of the mat when, you know, that was happening so that JT couldn't see that she actually had got it or not. Um, but then actually, luckily for us, Brad told Dave that he had found it. Yeah, right. So when I got to Chani in the tribe swap, they were asking me about Tess's idol because they knew that I was close with Tess. And I was like, no, nah, she didn't find it. So, you know, Chani always thought that I was being truthful when I was you know, lying through my teeth. But <laughs> just by pure luck, Brad had told Dave that he'd found the idol. So to them, Brad was just fooling me and not telling me he had it. Yeah, right. Why, was, why did Brad tell Dave that he had the idol? Brad? I have no idea. I only just learned that when I saw it on TV. <laughs> You know, when Dave's like, Brad told me you had the idol, I was like, mm. whoa, for yeah, fuck's well. sakes. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> so it just kind of makes that oh. whole idol situation even funnier. <laughs> the other idol that came up that we heard about was the one that JT didn't have, but apparently you saw him <laughs> looked like he got an idol and so like that kind of yeah. sprung this idea that JT's got an idol yeah. can you tell us about that it's quite funny because you know when you're out there you're super paranoid in any way and there were so many things that like now looking back I just crack up laughing how serious me and Tess got like we knew Brad had found the idol but I was like <laughs> yeah. nah Tess oh JT was hanging around me and he was bending like you know we just got like real dramatic <laughs> with it and we just convinced ourselves <laughs> that JT had it <laughs> it's just so funny how like 
stupid stuff can just snowball and turn into this huge ass scene. Because yeah, yeah. it's just, it's funny that that ended up being a story because it was just like me and Tess just being absolute drongas. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know about any of the other idols? No, no idea. I have absolutely no idea about, um, about Dave's one. Um, mm-hmm. And definitely not about um, Matt and Lisa's either, which is, it's so funny watching it back. Like, you know, like being a contestant that didn't really know anything about any of that shit. Um, watching it back, mm-hmm. it's so hilarious watching them just scramble over those idols. Those idols, <laughs> yeah. they're such a burden, I reckon. Dave's the man <laughs> for, you know, not playing his. I reckon he's probably done the best with it. Yeah, right. Mm. So do you think you wouldn't have, well, I mean, for you, you're in a different position at five, but we were sort of talking about if you've got an idol at five, like, wouldn't you always play it just in case? Yeah. Um, the funny thing is that me and Tess, we went on that reward and I'm, I still like think of it this day. Like, I'm just like, we just absolutely destroyed that, that fruit reward and that fruit platter, but we never looked for an idol. <laughs> Because we're so, we're just so like going hard out. I was like, of course there was going to be a fucking idol there. It was like top five. Like an idol had already gone out with Matt. Surely they would have brought it back, but we didn't even look. Yeah. Do you know if there was one? No, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know. Like how, like would I be like, hey, was there an idol here? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've never really asked. Sure but... you'd found out in hindsight. Oh, no, definitely not. But like, it's funny watching Lisa say like, you know, she was worried about, you know, me and Tess going to reward flying an idol. We didn't even think to look for one. <laughs> I was just looking at the water well because that's what Dylan had said. <laughs> Adam, are you a fan of the show? Like, have you watched a lot of Survivor? Um, no, I hadn't. So I watched it when I was a kid. Um, but, mm. you know, like technology back then, like, you know, if you miss like five episodes, that's it. Like you couldn't stream it back in those days. So I kind of had just watched it. But I watched the first season of New Zealand Survivor and I liked that. Yeah. But you know, what was I supposed to learn from that? Because the strategy was so much higher. You know, yeah, like yeah, this year. It just looked like a holiday when I watched it last year and I was like, oh, yep, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> and Dumb. to be honest, like I did have the absolute, I was the luckiest boy ever. Like I got so many, I got all the best rewards, I reckon. Um, mm-hmm. And I got, you know, got to live on both camps and all that kind of stuff and yeah, I had the best time out there. It definitely looked like you were enjoying yourself out there. <laughs> yeah, but I did try and play the game. Like, I honestly didn't know it going in. Like, really, yeah. I was kind of like on the same board as Tess, but I wasn't telling everyone. But um, I didn't know it. Like, you know, I didn't even realize that it was a game of perception, really. But I kind of figured that mm. out mm. Um, in the first maybe week or something when everyone was kind of, you know, they were telling me, to, <laughs> you know, people would come up to me and they'd be like, oh, did you know Dylan's a super fan? And I'd be like, oh, my God, me too. Oh, my God, I love Survivor. <laughs> like I, it didn't, I just didn't even know what that was. But, yeah, I started to figure it out. Um, and I had some fun with it. But, God, what a, what a, what a game. <laughs> I absolutely loved the beginning of the game, like watching you at the very start when you guys are setting up camp and everyone's, like, bustling about <laughs> setting up. And, <laughs> and you're giving your confessional saying, like, everyone's busy setting up the camp. Not me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't know how, like, no one hit me up about it. But, you know, you know that first that first tribe, Kung Kao, um, yeah, we, yeah. honestly, those first 14 days or whatever it was until we went to tribal council, we were mm-hmm. like the lovey dovey tribe. We just absolutely all adored each other. We had so much fun. We were just singing around camp. And it didn't really mm-hmm. all fall out until that first tribal. And then, you know, that was yeah. pretty much the fall of Kung Kao. 
Yeah. Adam, did you really not eat the entire time you were out there? Um, so I ate, Other than I ate all the rods, definitely. Well, yeah. Um, and the rice, I was kind of like having like a teaspoonish a day, but then when we tribe swapped, yeah. they weren't very good at cooking the rice. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not eating it anymore. <laughs> I'll just put all my energy into those rewards. And it kind of worked out. <laughs> Were you not starving? Um, it's really hard to believe. I am quite strong minded. Um, and I did put a lot of, you know, thought and like energy into not being hungry. And I think I just, my mind just got past it. I just did not give a shit until I'd like black out and stuff, you know, like I'd just go fully black out, but I'd just <laughs> thrive off it. It's <laughs> like, accept it's it. taking the game to a whole nother level. <laughs> um, look, I'm no doctor, but I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, like every time when you're playing Survivor, like when there's shit things that happens, you know, like when there's like shit that, you know, like Tess falls off that, that reward challenge or, you know, like that spinny thing. Mm. Like the, everyone, yeah. the, the producers, everyone, they just say to you, that survivor. Like that's the, right. your answer for anything. Like if you have a gripe or a complaint about everything, they just say that. <laughs> I mean, that's very convenient for them. They almost killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. That was such a bad day. I was in such a bad mood. And then your best friend gets whacked. <laughs> yeah. Oi, she looked, I, I felt real bad because when I saw um, Tess at the next immunity challenge, she was a bit like dazed and stuff. You know, her head was oh, no. really intense. Oh, no. And I just looked at her and, you know, sometimes I do struggle with, you know, not having a filter. And I looked at her and I was just like, oh my God, Tess, you look like a Klingon. Because <laughs> she looked, her whole, her whole forehead had like, you know, protruded like, like she had this giant forehead skull thing. Oh. And I just, yeah, blurted it out and I don't think she really appreciated it, but it was all good. It <laughs> was from that point where Tessa's game seemed to change. Like she seemed so just like, they're giving us all these confessionals in the, in the limelight. And then at one point she just kind of disappeared and I guess maybe... That happened around the same time, and then, you know, she disappears for a while, and the next thing we see is she's there with Larry. <laughs> yeah. That accident was huge. Like, um, I think they played it down quite a bit. Mm. She was, you know, like, it was, we yeah. were, everyone was really scared for her and, like, kind of like, man, you should probably go home. <laughs> but she, she got through it, and I, I think she actually only really came right literally this week that I went home. You know, like, that, mm. that episode, like, those days, yeah. that's when she actually started coming right. But up until then, she was just kind of like dazed. Do you think when at any point when Tess was talking to Larry, the producers were like, um, did we cause this? <laughs> hello? Oh, hello? Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I, I told a joke and you didn't say anything and I was like, okay, well, yeah, oh, <laughs> Can you tell me the joke? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, now it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, so sorry. You just started cutting out. <laughs> it's totally fine. Come on, I'm really good at laughing at secondhand jokes. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, all I said was, do you think at any point when Tess was talking to the lizard that the producers kind of whispered to each other like, oh, my God, is this our fault? Is like, did we, did we cause this by whacking her on the head? <laughs> Honestly, she's so cute. <laughs> now I don't know if you're laughing because it's a secondhand joke or because it was funny. I just will never know. No, I see the, I see the comic <laughs> effect and it's, it's really getting me. It's really getting to good, me. Good. <laughs> good. Did anybody else meet Larry the Lizard? Can you verify uh, his existence? No, no one saw the Larry the Lizard because we were all on the other side of the <laughs> island telling each other that we we're going to vote her out. <laughs> Poor Tissie. So in that, uh, in that vote where everyone's targeting Tess, would, did you make any attempt to try and sway that vote so they wouldn't be voting her out? 
Um, I didn't at that point because I knew that Eve had gone home. So how many of us? There were six of us. Yeah, so Eve had just gone home and I had just, I had no idea what was happening with Dave. Like I always was just assuming because Lisa and and Matt would always tell me that Dave was next, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, because I wasn't happy about Brad going home. So he was going to be next. And then Renee ended up going home. Wasn't happy about that. Then it was Eve. So Dave was kind of like the guy that kind of slipped through that I never really, yeah, I didn't never really knew anything Mm -hmm. about him. But yeah, so I was just like, nah, they're just going to vote Tess out and then I'll attack the next week when I'm on my own. Because I'm, I'm definitely better at fighting when I'm on my own. When I'm with someone, mm. it's kind of like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, would you have taken Tess to the end? Yeah, I would have um, gone to the end with yeah. anyone. <laughs> um, and that was the honest truth. And I think, um, you know, like there was this weird, I don't know if you guys find this weird, like is this a weird survivor thing? You know, when you get back from tribal council, does everyone just fucking tell everyone mm-hmm. why they voted? Usually people who are left out kind of... I find of, that so weird. Yeah, usually the people who get voted out kind of... or uh, No, not the people who get voted out, but people who are kind of like left out of the vote kind of attack the people, being like, why did you leave me out? And they always do it very openly, which always surprises us as well. Yeah, I thought it was weird. But I think it, just emotions are high. Because after that vote, you know, we were all... After Matt had been sent home, we went back to tribal council and like... Dave, Lisa, and Tara, they were just telling us the reason why they had voted for Matt. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to have to tell Tess that I voted for her because she's going to figure it out. Right, yeah. And she hadn't figured it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. They were talking about it for quite some time. And I was like, okay, she's not picking it up. I'm just going to say it. And then I told her and then, yeah. But I just find that so weird because they did that in Chani, you know, like in those early mm. votes. I just find it weird that they would tell each other why they voted for people. I never did that. Except the one time that you shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tessa voted for you. (laughs) You genuinely seemed shocked as well when you told her. (laughs) Yeah, I think she was. She definitely was because, you know, we watched the sun set together, like before that travel council. I feel real bad talking about it, but yeah, I knew the whole time and, you know, we were talking, like having a real nice moment. Because I actually did think it was going to be between her and mm-hmm. I, um, because it just seemed a bit weird that it was going to be, you know, a unanimous vote for Tess. Yeah. And also, I almost cracked that they were sending Matt home, but it, um, Tara did this amazing work on, on me and Matt, and yeah, he ended up getting okay. blindsided. Well, yeah, right. What do you mean you almost cracked it? Like, what was the... What did Tara do? Yeah. So, um, uh, Tara, Tess had um, went to talk to Tara, and... Um, Tara had told her that Matt had told Tara to vote for Tess. Say again, Matt had told Tara to vote for Tess. Does that make sense? Yeah, right, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so this is what Tara had told Tess. And I was like, well, that's really weird. Like, why would Tara be, you know, telling Tess that it's Matt's Mm -hmm. idea? Like, I thought that was really unusual. And I was kind of swinging in the hammock, like, thinking it over. I was like, so does that mean that Tara's trying to, you know, vote out Matt? Like, get Tess to vote out Matt? Like, I was just kind of, like, going through all of these scenarios. Then Matt kind of like walked past me when I was in the hammock and he was like, are you all good? And I was like, nah, let's go and have a chat. So I told him like what had happened. And then Tara came up, like she followed us, like up, we like started walking mm-hmm. over the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we confronted Tara and she was just like, no. And I had a really honest conversation <laughs> with Tess and she just put on these waterworks, you know, like saying that, you know, I never said that I wouldn't do that. And we absolutely fell for it. Oh. And I thought, holy shit. <laughs> Tara's a genius. Lisa's also a genius for this blind side. And 
how the fuck is Dave still here? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how pretty much it was happening, oh, like, after that. But that was, like, an impressive move on their behalf. I can't believe we didn't see that on the show. Like, that sounds awesome. Like, for, you know, the, the blind side to almost not happen. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you know, like, the cameras leave maybe about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes before Tribal Council. Yep. And that window was Tara's favorite window to, <laughs> um, to scramble and to do stuff. <laughs> Um, and good on her. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Like, she was so... I think that's why people would call her irrational and stuff, okay. because she only had a 15-minute window, and she got a lot done in those 15 minutes. Right. Starting to understand so, I love Tara. Tara's the shit. And she's such a gangster that she just doesn't care if it's on TV or not. Like, she's just like, I don't fucking care. We, we were never seeing it. We didn't know why people were saying this. <laughs> yeah. And you trust me, you don't make it to the top four in Survivor being an idiot. Mm -hmm. You definitely don't. Like, those four people, they're all... Everyone might think that, you know, their reasons or pros why they should win or lose, but you don't make it that far being, like, just a standard basic. It's just a shame that we haven't seen much of Tara's game. Yeah, and sometimes we get people who we don't see a lot of, but we also don't have any evidence that they're doing anything. Whereas I feel like we've not seen a lot of Tara, but we definitely know that there's stuff that's not being shown to us. Like, we know that she's playing the game. Yeah. Just for some whatever reason, we're not seeing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it'll be that 15-minute window. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you guys ever talk to her, I think she will be all good with that too. Yeah. Like, she knows it wasn't on on the camera. If it didn't happen on camera, it didn't happen in, you know, TV world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. out there, Tara was a force. Like, she was... Did you see when um, we asked her if she wanted to vote for us? Yes. She was like, no. Yes. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Tara. Love yeah. your heart. Love, love where you're at. Was there any more to that conversation that we didn't see? Um, no, like that is really a true presentation of what it was. But I think at the time, I wasn't sitting in the hammock. I was standing right in the front of her and I was just like... Oh, okay. <laughs> and then just kind of like walked good out. Good to know where we're at. <laughs> Destroyed the water well. Uh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So they leave you out of the vote of Matt. But let's just say they say to you, we're going to vote out yeah. Matt. Would you have done it? Oh, I th- oh, it's so hard to think, hey. Um, because, you know, the game I was playing is I didn't care who went home. Mm-hmm. So I probably... I just, don't you find that so funny that um, Dave was the swing boat for that? Yeah. I think that's so hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Lisa is so lucky. Oh, Like, yeah. really, you would have thought that her odds would have been better if she had spoken to me. But, yep. man, that was that was some fluke luck there. But, mm. um, yeah, I think I would have gone with it. I'm not sure. Because I, I quite liked Matt, and I didn't see him as, you know, like, everyone has their different reasons for voting people out. I never voted people out. Um, because I thought they could beat me. I never really thought of Matt as being um, threatening, even though he is an amazing player. But whether you can articulate it, who knows? Mm -hmm. And they also didn't really think about, like I knew all of those people on the jury very well, and I knew how they would vote, and, you know, I knew their emotional capacity, (laughs) whereas, you know, they didn't. Like Lisa, Matt, and Matt, they didn't really know how they were. Like they didn't really get to know Renee that well. Yeah. Um, they didn't really know Brad. Like I knew Brad on a, you know, more of a personal level than they would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it was, that was the other thing. It's like, I was quite confident in the jury that mm. was, yeah. you know, yeah. forming. Yeah. And what did those three tell you about leaving you out? So when, you know, that conversation where you tell Tess that she's, you know, you voted for her. What did they say to you about not telling you about it? Um, well, actually, so straight after that vote, um, me and Lisa just completely cut off. 
So um, Lisa does say that we didn't talk any, you know, like strategy or anything like that, um, which is weird. I don't know. I think we, I thought we did, but I guess not in terms of, you know, that ma- that one big move that she made, which I think she would have put a lot of, you know, thought and energy into. And I wasn't really a part of that. So she's probably basing it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she always did talk to me about who else was going, you know, with the Aaron vote and the Brad one. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit weird. Yeah, she says that. There was two times at Tribal Council that you changed your vote, and that's why she couldn't trust you. What What are the times that she's talking yeah. about where you supposedly changed your vote at Tribal? Yeah, okay, so this is all mine. This is one of my, probably, Adam, mistake number one. <laughs> okay. So with that first Tribal Council with Kung Kao, we went into um, Tribal, and everyone was under the impression that Dylan was going home. Mm-hmm. But we had this in- invisible five yep. <laughs> that um, we were voting for, and obviously because Keisha had gone home, mm-hmm. um, you know, Lisa and Tara would have been like, oh, what happened? Okay, yep. But Lisa and Tara knew that we were splitting the votes between um, Keisha and Dylan because yep. Tara, they, they didn't trust Keisha anyway. Um, so I told Lisa that Tess and I flipped our votes and that's how Keisha ended up going home. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. okay. But that wasn't the case. Like, you know, like I was never going to vote for Dylan. It was always going to be Keisha. Yep. And that, and, you know, Lisa just never trusted me. Like in terms of, you know, who I'm going to vote for, I don't mm. know if I would have ever voted for Lisa Okay. You know, because I was quite, I was really, really emotionally connected to Lisa. So I don't think I would have voted for her. But um, yeah, that's probably where the distrust one. And then the other one probably would have been the Renee vote because I voted for Dave that night and I think they were expecting me to vote for Renee. Okay. But fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> oh, you're such a rogue, Adam. You're great on the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I am reckless. I was very reckless in the game, which I can understand people would be a bit scared of playing mm, with. Yeah. But um, I was a bit of a, um, you know, like a statue for Tess, though. Like, we were quite, we were like each other's rock mm. in the game. Yeah. We weren't really that erratic, apart from the time that I voted for her. <laughs> yeah. But um, I can't believe we got through that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. pretty good. <laughs> a tumultuous uh, episode for the two of you, where it's like, you're, yeah. you're divided, you've betrayed her, it's awful. She's going to go on this reward, and who's she going to take? And you, you have an awkward hug to her. <laughs> Because who else is you going to bring oh, on the reward? Oh, it was so awkward because, <laughs> can I just say, with that hug, I didn't know if I was supposed to come forward or not. Right. every other challenge, it was like, yeah, you go forward and then, like, the rest of the tribe members leave. And I was like, can I have some direction matches? So I was just kind of, like, creeping up to Tess, like, real slowly. And no one was saying anything. And then I gave her a hug and he told us to stand back there. I was like, well, fuck. Do I even have to come out? It was awkward. It wasn't under Chisholm's direction. Come and give Tess a hug. She's sharing her reward with you. <laughs> Thanks, Tess. Matt Chisholm's the best, but like I, I loved seeing him at challenges. He was so amped every time. He was such a breath of fresh air. Right. He's us. so intense when someone wins a challenge. Like I'm actually worried <laughs> for him at certain points. Oh, it's great. <laughs> you know, when um I won my immunity challenge, he was standing like right next to me. He like screamed my <laughs> yeah. ear off. Oh, he was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, he's he wants me to win. Yeah, yeah. he wants me to win the whole competition. Like that's how encouraging he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the chis up my ass. Oh, you, how was it when you were? <laughs> how was it winning the individual immunity? Did you think that you would get one while you were out there? Um, yeah, I I kind of knew that I would. So I knew that I'd be because um, people do underestimate me being heavier. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't give much in those challenges because obviously the challenge beasts and stuff go home early or, or a target and stuff. Yeah. And I think I just, in those early challenges in the tribe ones, I just gave enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just wanted to win one at merge. Yeah. And I knew I could win at least yeah. one before I left. Because I'm I'm real competitive. I've just kind of like got to get into that mode if I want to win or not. Yeah. But winning's not always the best thing, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. It can, yeah, it can put a target on your back. And when you won that one, I was wondering if that might change the game the way you were thinking about it a bit because you were definitely playing the defensive game and being someone who wasn't seen as a threat and then now you've got an individual win that might start shifting people's thoughts to think yeah. oh actually he's a social threat and now he's got an individual immunity um i think i think that i actually did get away with it because um like i just said it was a fluke i was like oh my god <laughs> like, who would I thought? like i was just doing all that stuff yeah. all the time like what a dumb challenge that was <laughs> and then like you know, every time um, there's a challenge, every, there's some sort of gripe, you know, like everyone mm-hmm. was griping about their little paddles and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely an unfair advantage. You know, I was just like going along with yep. it. So I think I did get away with that. And even socially, I don't even know if people did find me threatening socially. I don't know if they did. I think they all knew they liked me, but I don't think they ever thought I was yeah. threatening. It's, it's incredible to like be able to play like that where, you know, we're seeing it and we're hearing about it from people, you know, sort of after the fact when they get voted out, like Adam's playing such a good social game. And, but to just still be flying under the radar. Yeah, I thought that Tara's um, perception of me in that last episode was perfect. Like that's exactly how I wanted everyone Mm -hmm. to think of me. But, you know, Tara didn't want to go to the end with weak people. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, I was screwed. Because, you know, Tara only wanted to go with strong people. Fuck. Look, I don't know if this is, I don't know, I don't know if this is uh, nice to hear, Adam, but I genuinely think that if you make the end, you have a strong shot to win. Oh. Based on, based on the interviews. Mm. Oh, yeah. really? I don't know. It was, yeah, it was real. Getting to that would have been quite hard for me because, you know, like if I had got, I was thinking about, oh my God, if I get to four anyway, it's more than likely going to be me making fire. And I had never made fire <laughs> while we were out there. And it was real funny. There was this kind of like awkward as like moment, like maybe like three days before my tribal council, where me and Lisa were both like trying to wake up early to learn how to make fire because we both hadn't made fire the whole conversation. <laughs> but it was like raining and shit. And it was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll do it. I'll make the fire. Yeah. And we're kind of like having this real awkward thing without trying to say, yeah, we're trying to learn how to make fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, other than the final five, did you ever feel that you were in trouble? No, never. Um, maybe um, actually the, the, the tribal that um, Josh went home, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was going to be me or Dylan. I knew someone was going to get blindsided because Dylan, um, I could just read him like a book like a, a children's book. <laughs> he was so easy to read. And I knew that he knew he wasn't going home that night. Right, yep. Because he was just so confident. It was the complete opposite yeah, yeah. to that um, tribal council where he thought he was going home. So I didn't know if it was going to be me or not, but I had a feeling it wasn't going to be Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But other than that, no, I was I felt pretty good the whole time. Yeah, you seemed to like not be an issue for anyone until you just went home. Like you, you weren't escaping, you weren't escaping <laughs> votes or anything. You just seemed to like, managed to no. you know go under the radar and then all of a sudden it was like oh we need to get rid of him because he's probably going to win yeah, yeah and, and it was also it was also because like there were it was going to be tess like they probably still would have gone for oh, tess yeah, right 
uh, until she got the individual immunity. And then it's like, oh, we can't vote for her. Who else is around? Oh, Adam's here. <laughs> we I, could vote him out. Uh, I honestly thought that they would vote Lisa off. I genuinely mm. thought because mm. I was like, yeah, Dave's a smart guy. Like, he'll definitely... Because the pitch that we pitched to him was that, you know, if you go to the end with Tess and I, mm-hmm. we're, we're like exactly, you know, like we were pitching that we're they're exactly the same people. Yeah. So we're going to have split votes on the jury. <clears throat> you know, like yeah. Renee and Bray can't both, both vote for both of us. It will probably be one one each. That is a brilliant You know, because we were quite argument. close with those two. That is such a good argument. And you're totally right with that as well. Yeah, and who would have known if, you know, Matt would have told anyone else on the jury? You know, about them yep. being friends. Like, Ooh, yes. he might not have told Lisa. Yeah. Um, you just never know. Ooh, are we getting into that territory? <laughs> We're getting, are you, have you seen your jury villa now, Adam? Yes, I have now. <laughs> it was, uh, what a cliffhanger, right? It was so good. I, yeah, I'm not sure how much we can talk about it. I'm not sure how much they intend on mm, showing us next yeah. time. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. But, um, like, I'm just really, really, really intrigued to know exactly what you did after that moment mm. um, but I, I guess i'm just i'm not i'm not sure i guess we'll find out if you just think what would adam do and just run with it just right, run. right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it went viral you picked up your phone and you text everybody at the same time not just right. yeah. <laughs> group chat <laughs> group chat <laughs> Oh, it's such <laughs> yeah. a good Jury Villa video. <laughs> I would say potentially the best I've ever seen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Your face when they're shooting from underneath you and you're on the balcony and you just like stare <laughs> at the camera and just smile. I'm like, that is the side, that is the face of true evil. <laughs> like that is amazing. <laughs> and the funniest thing <laughs> is, it's so dinner... good. I was like, there's no way he's keeping that to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and when Dave, uh, when Matt at the dinner, he's like. Oh, how was Dave after I yeah, left? And I was yeah. like, he was pretty good. <laughs> yes. That was so funny. I was like uh, cracking up when I watched that. Yeah. So he was so cut up about Eve, but like, nah, he was fine about you, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. He was really upset about Eve. Yeah. And I um, that made me really um, soften to Dave. Because okay, yeah. before that, I was like, fucking hell, he's really annoying and stuff but like that genuine emotion for Eve I was like oh he's actually such a nice yeah. guy yeah. Yeah. Um, also in your jury villa was how skinny you got now I think it was Eve who told us that you were trying to lose more <laughs> weight than yeah. Nate so did that happen yeah. no I think he lost like 22 kgs or oh, something the bastard. but to be honest I didn't notice it on him did you <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember. I think no I was a drastic change. I look completely different. Whereas, like, you know, did you have you just played the game for thirty eight days, mate? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. When when you held up the t shirt, that's when I was like, what? Like, that's you wearing that before? Yeah, it was funny. I was um not expecting to be the big guy either when we um started playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like when we first all met each other, I was like looking around like, okay, okay, who am I going to throw down in a challenge? Yep. And that <laughs> was just me. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah 2.0 And what was the reaction from your family When they saw how skinny you were Because obviously it was a spoiler that you went pretty far mm. Yeah so my family didn't know that I went on the show So when I got back They were oh. like looking at me like Yeah my mum thought I was sick Like She was like um What's wrong with you <laughs> I just like showed up out of nowhere Like hadn't been around for like 7 weeks And I was really really tan Like so black Oh my god Um 
and I had lost like almost 20 kgs because I had the shits on the way home. So I think I lost like <laughs> extra two kgs on the way home. Strategy. And yeah, they were just all in shock and they were, they were real funny with me for a while, actually. Oh, what did you tell them you were doing all that time? Um, I told them I went on a con ticky. Okay. And they just believe okay. it because, you know, I just talk shit and they just don't even really listen oh, anyway. What con were you on? You know, like no one even probed me about my con ticky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And even when it came on Survivor, they're like, oh, has Adam gone to Survivor? I was like, I've already done it. Like, can you not put two and two together? <laughs> First Kentucky, now this. That's the Kentucky, everyone. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there was one of the fun, one of the most, most fun things was absolutely, like, surprising my family with it as well because they've been loving watching it, like, because it's all a shock to them. They only found out literally when it came on TV. Yeah. Like, my mum saw it on an ad or something and she was just like, um, <laughs> you want Survivor? Can I even message you, or if you're, or are you already on the boat? That's so cool. That's so good. Um, Adam, I work with someone who every uh, Monday we get together and we talk about uh, the episode on Survivor, and she had a question where, like, she wanted to know what your funniest moment on Survivor was. What do oh. you consider the funniest, best moment? Oh my god. Probably um, that slingshot challenge where Brad dropped it, that ball. That, <laughs> yeah. We laughed. They edited that so much because me and Renee were like, we had like cramps in our stomachs. We were <laughs> screaming, like absolutely scream laughing because we heard all of his strategy and stuff before he had done it. And we were like, whoa, Brad's really going to nail this one. Well, look out. We're about to get punched, you know? And then it just fell. It was so funny to watch. And just Brad just being Brad with his expression and stuff. Fuck, yeah. it was funny. <laughs> and also just watching people, because on Kung Kao, it was like, oh, you know, you know that day where um, I think it was like really early on where we had those popping rocks? Yeah. You know, with those yeah. like exploding rocks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like when that happened, I had it. Like I was, you know, I think there was something like the third day so I was like, this is bullshit. Like we're on an <laughs> island with no, like barren island, no food. <laughs> this isn't Contiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Blowing up rocks, it was like a complete vertical. But the the funniest thing about um, the island being vertical is people would fall over every day, and it would be funny bales too. Like they'd fall down, you know, cliffs. <laughs> and it's like roll. One of the cameramen, he like oh tried to do this real cool as like run dive into the water thing, and he just slipped on a oh caught no. his heel on a bit of mud and just slid like maybe about five meters into the water, oh and it was just the best thing watching people fall over. Oh, all this oh, stuff that we cool. don't get on camera. Yeah, and walking up to that water well was like <laughs> fucking rock climbing. <laughs> I think I only went up like five times, and one of the times was to find the, the item. Who's getting water? Not me. Shotgun not. <laughs> and then drop all the mud from your hands in it. <laughs> yeah. I never, that water was ridiculously far away. No thing. <laughs> I, I think I only went up five times, yeah. and there was a camera there. Uh, was there anything else, Adam, that you felt like was missed off of the show that you want to tell us about? Oh, God. Um, is there any week in particular that you, like, any questions that you have about that you think might have been missed? Because I can't really think. The, my main questions were, were there anything that we missed with the Brad vote, which I feel like you explained? And um, I also wanted to talk about Tara, because I just, I actually think the, the way that they've developed Tara is hilarious. So <laughs> knowing, like, getting more insight into that 15-minute window, I just think is mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah, she is, um, Tara's a genius. Yeah. yeah. And you know, um, you know in that um, scene where I think she was trying to save Eve? Um, mm. And she was kind of talking to yep. me 
And you know how she just sits there and she just looks like an absolute boss? Yes. That's just how she would do it in that 15-minute yeah, window. Yeah. Like, you just turn around and she's just got this piercing, uh, you know, this amazing posture. How do you have that posture in a hammock, for God's <laughs> sake? And she's just beating you in the eyes and just, you know, what about Dave? You know? She's, she's yeah. so cool. <laughs> well, that, that was definitely one that I was so confused about because you all didn't want to vote out Eve. You all wanted to vote out Dave. And then the the convers well what we heard was there wasn't enough time. And so I guess it's that like is it the fifteen minute gap before tribal council that you need to do the hustle? Yeah, I had no idea that um Lisa didn't want mm. Eve to go. Mm. Because yeah. the thing is, um when when uh Tara had come to me, Eve had in the in her mind that she was voting Tess off. So then and Tess knew that, so how was I supposed to convince convince Tess? to like work with Eve and vote Dave off. Like yeah. she was never going to budge. And that was the thing is like, and I didn't know that Lisa didn't want Eve to go either. Like that would have probably been the better option to get Lisa to vote with us rather than yes. Tess. Cause mm. Tess was never going to, you know, work with Eve cause Eve was going to okay. vote her out. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. That makes sense. You know, also the show made a lot about you and Dylan. Um, obviously, Dylan's been out of the game for a while and a lot's happened since then. Um, and there was like a couple of stuff on social media. And Dylan was actually like quite a big supporter of you on social media throughout it as well. So is there anything that you want to say about the Dylan situation as well before we start wrapping up? Yes. So I guess, um, you know, Dylan was a, a part, you know, like a huge star for me in the, you know, in the whole pre-merge thing, like... I was absolutely consumed by Dylan. So I find him very interesting and it was so, so buzzy for me to watch it back of how it all happened because I think um, Dylan was the one person that really surprised me um, when I watched him back on TV and, you know, watching his confessionals and stuff because I thought that his confessionals would be similar to mine and that we were feuding and just like, you know, having a bit of, mm. you know, good joust the whole season because mm. um, yeah. it's funny because the way that it's all been edited, it's all out of context, all out of order because... You know, me and Dylan were all good right up until that um, that tribal council with Keisha. That's the only time right. him and I ever had, yeah. you know, yeah. some kind of like, you know, what do you call it? Like, I guess a fight. But and poor yeah. Dylan, like, I do feel bad for him because he was he's a sassy guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't back down at all, and he put up like a real good fight because you know he thought he was going home, um, and he sassed the shit out of me. Um, I mm -hmm. sassed him back, and they only really put on. <laughs> You know, me going for him. Yeah, so I do right. feel yeah. bad for him in terms of, you know, like the way that he's been portrayed. But um, yeah. I love I love Dylan as a character in my game. And I know that, you know, it's everyone has different ways of playing the game, whereas he was playing, you know, as himself and stuff, whereas I saw him as a character, which mm -hmm. kind of, <clears throat> you know, didn't really work out for the two of us because <clears throat> the way that um, all of this, you know, him, I tried villainizing him as like, that was one of my mm -hmm. um, strategies. I did that with, um, Aaron as well, but, um, mm -hmm. like maybe on day three or something, Dylan and Keisha approached me when I was like lying on the, you know, lying somewhere as I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, um, they were like, Hey, um, you're an outcast. Um, please come and vote with me and uh, with us and Tara and Lisa, uh -huh. and we're going to vote Brad out. Yeah. And I was just like, hmm. And at that time, I had I was already in my type five because um, I was lucky enough that everyone actually wanted to work with me in the beginning. But I had already gone with that hmm. type five because they did seem like they were going. You know, I don't know. I just what I was just going to take whatever I um, could get. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 
when they said to vote for Brad, I was like, nah, because I was actually working with Brad at the time. <clears throat> and then I was like, so who's who's next? And and then they said Tara. And I was like, well, you just said Tara was in your <laughs> your outcast alliance. <laughs> yeah, so right. how the fuck's that going to work? <laughs> okay. So I just kind of like rolled my eyes and was like, oh, this is not this is not people that I want to work with. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> um, but then in that conversation, because they had given me those two names, I could villainize him. I was just like, uh-huh. yep, yep, Brad. Um, Dylan wants you out. And then Tara, Dylan wants you out. So kind of like just got that all going. But mm-hmm. I thought that Dylan wanted to be that villainous character, which right, yep. I don't know if he did or not now because he didn't act like that in his game, like, you know, his confessionals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it was kind of like, I think it was <laughs> yeah, almost a miscommunication because I don't have anything mm-hmm. against him. I just thought that, you know, when he came at me at that tribal council, because a lot of those, um, those confessionals about me talking about him sulking and stuff, yep. They played them before the Tribal Council, but I actually said them all afterwards. Right, Because before that Tribal Council, me and Dylan got on really well. Like, I loved Dylan. Yeah, right. He's funny. Mm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. It is, yeah. Yeah. But I can understand how he would be, you know, like, it wouldn't be... I can't imagine how it would be for him to watch that back Mm -hmm. and just get absolutely slaughtered without him, you know, counterattacking. Because I know that if he counterattacked, he would have been... He would have definitely held his own because <laughs> yeah. he's not—he's not that pushover. He—he's not a pushover at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got that from him. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to get that insight on it. Yeah, and the the thing is, is that um, because I think he came in to play the game as you know, I think he said in his early interviews that he was like wanted to be a snake in the grass that no one saw coming, mm-hmm. but I don't think he yeah. actually prepared himself for being caught. Yeah, right. Because yep. he's such a lovely guy. Mm. Um, I don't think he liked being treated like a snake, but he wanted mm-hmm. to be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, things got crossed in terms of, you know, he took it personally because it's his game and, you know, he felt like we were personally attacking him, but it wasn't. Yeah. Like, for me, I was just like, you know, you're a character in my game. Mm-hmm. You want to be a villain, I'll make you one. I'll rip you yeah. in half. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. how I play a game. I'm very competitive. <laughs> but definitely no hard feelings. Like, I love the guy. He's full of energy and he's so passionate about Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's good fun. And in terms of like ripping people in half, you also <laughs> said that you would, you know, have taken Tess to the end. Would you have ripped Tess in half? Um, I don't think I would have had to. No, mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't have. Yeah. I wouldn't have ripped okay. Tess. Um, because okay. Tess genuinely, she didn't do anything like that I could villainize her for mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. also, um, I because Tess didn't know the game, and I have I was learning the whole way. So like the whole time I was there, I was learning from all these people like so from lisa and matt because i was very close with matt Mm -hmm. and his brain in the game was amazing so i learned heaps from them and whether or like if i got to the to the final um whether or not whatever i said was true i could just make up lies Mm -hmm. i don't have to be honest there (laughs) like i'll just be like yeah i i voted (laughs) i voted you all out yeah yeah. (laughs) you know or whatever i felt like at the time yep um this was you know i'm a reckless player all over the place. Oh, what a what a missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, would you go out there and play again, Adam? Um, I don't know. I honestly, I only played for this season because I thought I could win it. Because I saw that first one, I was like, "Oh my god, yep. I'm going to go and get 250 grand this summer." <laughs> but, <laughs> but that definitely didn't happen. I think if there was another opportunity and I thought I could win it, maybe. But. I think I'd have to do a lot of studying, but mm-hmm. I did get a love for the game, which is something that I didn't expect. Yeah. It's an incredible game. Oh, it's yeah. way beyond anything that I could understand while I was playing it. But man, such a cool game. I recommend anyone yeah. playing it. Yeah, you hear that, Brian? Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. 
It's just too scary. It's You'd just... be all good. Uh, no. Like, my, my fear is that I'm voted out first. Because I, I just genuinely, I'm too sensitive, Adam. I don't think I'd cope with it. <laughs> what do you mean you're too sensitive? Do you think you're sensitive for the, um, like, the vote, like, the social sides of it? Like... No, it's, it's the idea of going out there and getting voted out first. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to just laugh that off. I, it would actually, like, impact my entire m- mental health yeah that <laughs> i like you have you have the right approach <laughs> and i think maybe like like there's like a sweet spot where you like like the game and you know the game but it doesn't mean that much to you no nah. whereas like i think and if lisa had been voted out first that would have been like devastating for her yeah um and i'm in that boat yeah and like also like i'm skinny um you know <laughs> you know like i'm a little bit socially awkward like there are reasons to vote me out first as well so i have reason <laughs> to worry i think those socially awkward people do really well in survivor because lisa claims that she's socially awkward but mm. fuck she was lovable <laughs> man yeah. she was lovable like we yeah. used to just sing along all day um and she still is the same person but I think Survivor is like where you can go and be yourself, which is, you know, it sounds really cheesy, but everyone wants that difference around camp. So if yeah. you were there and you were just being yourself, it's like you can definitely work it. That's, Lisa did that. Like, I think she mm. has played the game so well. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Just hope it's not a fucking mud challenge to start with. My God. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. hideous. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Because, <laughs> you know, do you know when I actually, um, this is this is probably going to destroy everyone on Twitter, but when we when we showed up to um, Survivor, like when we got to our camp, so I was like, so when the hell are we going to go back to our hotel? Like I was like, there's no way they're going to make us fucking sleep on the, the island. <laughs> I still like right up until that point, I was just like, um, when, what the hell? Like it's getting dark. Where is and the cameras were leaving? I was like, "Oh yeah, the camera crew's leaving. Where's our boat?" Yeah, but everyone yeah. was kind of like, "I don't know if everyone was feeling like that." But um, yeah, and then even you know, like um, when they were saying that we had to shit outside, I thought there was going to be a portalo. I heard rumors <laughs> that like Survivor gave you portalos. We had to shit in the ground, so I, I was like, "No, I'm not doing that." So I didn't shit. I just refused because I am a bit of a diva. Oh dear! <laughs> what you what you genuinely didn't for thirty five? It's a long time. Um, I didn't shit for the first twenty two. What? Okay. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But um, there were parts. I can get really, really into the story if you um if you want, but it's pretty graphic. <laughs> oh dear! I mean, go for it. Okay, so I wasn't eating much anyway, but. Like, you know, I just didn't want to shit. Like, I just would walk past the shithole, which for some reason they dug right in front of the water. You know, like, so boats would drive past while people are squatting just for shits and gigs. And then Tara made this path because we all were making paths around the island. Tara made this path that, like, led right to seeing someone on the shitter. (laughs) I was like, wow, Tara. Well, what a path you've made here. Like, you don't, you never know if you're going to come around this corner, oh, no. just around the river bend, and yeah. see someone taking a dump. Um, so I just refused to shit. I um, didn't shit for ages. And then when we had the merge feast, I, like, ate a whole watermelon to myself. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, Tess. Tess, I think it's coming. Because, it, you know, like, we've been anticipating it every day because the, the medics were, like, asking me about it and stuff. And it was really weird because, like, a few days leading up to, I was like, became really aware of my asshole. I don't know. You know, like when you're just walking around in real life, you don't, 
you're not like, you know, you don't, you're not aware of it. But I was like, I think my bumhole's like dry and I can feel wind gusting up there. Like it, I was getting a bit worried. Like I was like, shit, when this comes out, it's going to tear me in half. Like, what am I going to do? Anyway, so when we had the merge feast, I like felt like the shit was going to come. And I was like, Jess, you're going to come with me. So we like ran into the hills. Like I was, you know, like I was like, you know, purging. I was like, re- it was ready to come. I didn't know what was going to happen because this is 21 days worth of shit we're talking about. So we found this tarantula hole. Tess was like, this is how good Tess is. She's like, oh, look, there's a wee tarantula hole you can fill up. So I went over. I pretty much got completely naked because I was like, this could be a scene. Like, there's probably going to be blood. Um, Someone grabbed the towels. Anyway, so I shit into this tarantula hole. And it was like nothing I've ever seen before. I've, I've said this on the radio already, but I could see my survivor journey in my shit. Like I could see like the fruit reward. I could see like the black coffee. Like there was like one log that was like, you know, coffee. And then there was this huge oh, pat, no. pat, like cow pat. It was huge. I was like, oh, yeah, there's oh, the pizza God. reward. It was just, it was such a scene. And then, wow. so that was actually the only time I shat. I didn't shit any other time. Oh, look, if you're going to do it once, you got to do it well. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, it didn't hurt. I just absolutely committed to it. Yep. And I was just like, yep, you know, you've just got to relax. Accept it. It's going to happen. Take deep breaths and just see what happens. Because if you panic, you know, you never know what happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's no better way to end the podcast than that story. There's <laughs> no way to go from there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so that good. was that was my survivor experience. Oh, actually, Incredible. I think I shit on my last day there too. After that um, fruit reward, mm-hmm. and yep. I like filled up their um, shit hole. That's the only time I actually <laughs> shit in their shit hole. That was your party. Like departing present. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can dig up a new hole. I'll leave something with you since you're gonna vote me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, Adam. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. I don't, I don't know how much you um, listened to some of our other comments, but I was scared about this interview. I was, I was fully prepared for you to like sass me out. Um, <laughs> oh, I couldn't no. remember what I, I, I couldn't remember what I'd said about you. I couldn't remember whether you'd like taken notes, and you were going to be like, "Well, in episode three, you said that I was a bully." So <laughs> listen here, you, Brian. <laughs> I am in real life. I am well balanced and survive. But there's no balance at all. So, like, you know, yeah. you're, you're seeing me at my worst, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm all good in real yeah. life. Trust cool. me. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that we got the chance to talk with you. It's been awesome. Sweet as. Cool. Thank you guys so much. And we look forward to meeting you at the finale. Oh, yeah. That'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Party. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> Thanks, Great. Adam. Thanks for that, Adam. See you later. Thanks. Bye. All right, everyone. Uh, that was so much fun. Thank you so much to Adam for coming on the show and uh, telling us all the nitty gritties of his uh, survivor experience. Leaving us with that image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm lost for words. If you want to follow us on Facebook, we're Two Boys Talk Survivor. Oh, on Twitter at Two Boys Talk. Uh, Instagram, Two Boys Talk Survivor. Backyard Survivor is on YouTube. And as always, we will be back next week to recap the episode and hopefully talk to the person that was booted out as we get closer and closer to the finale. Yeah, the penultimate. Okay, bye, everyone. So, okay, bye. <laughs> Oh my god, he wants me to win! <laughs>